0: It's time for Girls in Golf Podcast with your favorite hosts, Lex and Sarah. Ladies, when you're ready. Welcome back to Girls in Golf. I'm Lex, joined by Sarah. As always, today we are very excited to have a local San Diego San Diegan on the podcast. Um, her name is Christina Lumsden. She played college golf at Kent State, and she has recently started a brewery called Dogleg Brewing Company here <laughs> in Vista, California. Hi, Christina. Hi. How's it going? We're good. Um, Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you. You sent us these awesome t-shirts. Show my dog
1: leg too. Yeah, show Uh. it.
0: Uh, You sent us awesome (laughs) t-shirts, some of your cute little glasses, and um, some beer, which we will sample offline. But what is your brief history in golf? I know you've been around it for a really long time, and now you've connected it to one of you know people's favorite pastimes, especially here in California, which is craft beer.
1: Yes. So, uh, kind of in a nutshell, I, I've played golf my whole life. Um, uh, I met my husband playing golf. Uh, we met playing golf at Pinehurst. We were junior golf camp counselors there for summer in college and kind of the rest is history. Uh, when we moved out here, um, you know, it just seemed like wherever, wherever we turn, we'd meet someone and, you know, our, like basically every connection we made and every friendship and relationship you know, most of them were made in some way or another through golf. So, you know, over the years, we're, you know, huge craft beer fans. And my husband was really the one who got to a point, um, he worked for the, he was a civilian uh, engineer for the Navy. And he just got to a point in his career where he had this entrepreneurial spirit that he was just dying to get out and tap into. And, And he's like, I I want to start like something in golf. I want to do something different. I don't want to, you know, just go work for a golf course or for, you know, a big golf company. Like I want to do something unique. So, uh, you know, we started talking about it and eventually this idea for some sort of bar started to evolve, you know, like, Oh, it has to be themed around golf. And, you know, he got into home brewing a couple of years back and, um, you know, again, we met our head, our now head brewer, Jim McCaskey um, on the golf course. And, you know, it's just, it's one of those weird things how golf just connects you in so many ways with so many amazing people from different walks of life. And we wanted to celebrate that. And, and same thing with beer, beer has a lot to do with, you know, that gathering around a table, storytelling and, you know, what do you do after a round of golf? You like sit down at a bar or, you know, at the 19th hole or whatever, and you hash out every, you know, moment that just happened in, in the round, good and bad. So uh, we just thought, like, what a fun way to kind of celebrate the way the game brings us together. And, um, and why not do that through delicious craft beer? So, so that, that's what we've done. And it's, it's, it's crazy. It's been like such a wild ride. And it's so much fun. So I'm really, I feel really, you know, blessed and, and lucky to be
2: part of this whole new business. So um, a, a little bit earlier, we were kind of chatting on your logo design. So everybody who's watching the video, this is what it is um, and it had a really, really cool story to it. So I was wondering if you could share that with the audience of how did you come up with the name dog leg and then incorporating the look of the dog with the golf club?
1: Yeah. So it's funny. I can like pinpoint the first time Nick and I even started having a conversation about this business and. Um, before we even knew it was going to necessarily be like solely, a you know, brewery. And he always had that name in his head, like dog, Well, you know, we love dogs. I have my dogs here, like right on the, right on the floor there. So oh. one. yeah, the other one's under my feet, but, um, <laughs> so they kind of follow us wherever we go. But, um, so we're like dog leg. Well, you know, dog leg's such a iconic term in golf and, um, you know, it, it, kind of signifies creativity and a challenge and um you know there's a lot of that element a lot of those elements in beer as well so you know when we we were looking for a designer who could kind of bring our love of golf and kind of you know we're like all right well if we're gonna call it dog leg there should be a dog in the logo so uh we literally just told him we're like okay Obviously it's a brewery. Like, so we want to make sure it's, you know, not overly golfy, but, um, something that basically is very universal. You know, you don't have to be a golfer to love the brand and get the brand. So, um, he just kind of almost nailed it the first time. It was crazy. Like the only difference is like the ears were pointy and there wasn't like kind of the fluff around the face, but the hops and like the dog holding the club were like, yes. Oh my God, this is amazing. And uh, we've gotten such great response from the logo. We're just – we're like – The illustration is modeled after your dog, Crack. Yes, yes. That's so, again, awesome. she's the one that I just showed you. She's, like, passed out right now. So she's very, like, like sloth-like dog. So <laughs> it's great. <laughs> but, uh, well. But yeah.
0: Well, it's really cool, too, because, you know, San Diego is such a dog friendly place, um, Mm -hmm. especially in a place like a brewery. So it's great that you have somewhere that's open to that. And you also have um, golf available to people at your brewery, right?
1: Yes. So, yeah, we So with the logo, we kind of figured we hit the trifecta between like golf, dogs and beer. Like, you know, if you live in San Diego, you're bound to love at least one of those three. So, uh, so yeah, one of the things that we wanted to incorporate in our brewery was, you know, not necessarily just a tasting room, we wanted to make it really an experience, like very immersive, and bring in those elements that we love about golf. So we have a Foresight uh, uh, GC Hawk simulator, or launch monitor, no, sorry, simulator in our brewery, and uh, we also have an indoor putting green. So, uh, you know, it's fun. It's great. Honestly, the Putting Green is a huge kid magnet. Kids love the Putting Green. Um, Our brewery is family friendly and it's amazing. You know, even though we have this golf centric theme to our brewery, um, I would say probably 60 to 70% of our clientele is still people who don't play golf at all, but they come in, they see the simulator, they see the Putting Green, and they like, they want to. Touch it and be a part of it and use it and like how do I use this? Do I you know do I have to have a set of clubs? And we have clubs here, or we put, we can provide clubs for them. So it's really kind of giving them some you know less uh, kind of an inconspicuous way to introduce them to the game. So uh, you know a lot of people get that bug. You know they just try hit a couple drivers on the simulator and next thing you know they want to get out on the grass. So um, it's it's kind of cool to see that playing out.
2: So um, I've actually been to your space before, and it's amazing. For um, I encourage everyone listening to go check it out if you can. Um, But how how did you end up finding that space, Um, and how long did it take to renovate everything to where it is now?
1: It wasn't easy. Um, It was. Oh, let's see. When do we? It was two thousand. So we we signed the lease uh, last like December of 2018. And at that point, the, like this whole, uh, so it's a business park. um, And for, uh, so that park hadn't even been built yet. It was basically just a foundation. There was no, uh, there's maybe like just, you know, the dirt lot. So they were able to erect the whole building um, by like mid July. And then that's when we started coming in and installing like, the brew house and, um, you know, the tasting room and a lot of it, we did ourselves. Like I have spent many hours, I swear I have like ten tendonitis in both my arms from like staining the floors and, uh, one of our co-owners. So there's four of us co-owners. It's myself and my husband, um, our buddy, Corey, who we met playing golf at St. Mark, uh, down the street, <clears throat> excuse me. And then, uh, Mike Cirolo, uh, another buddy of ours who, um, you know, my husband and, him had a mutual love for golf when they met at their last job. So that's how they became really good friends. And um, Mike is a super talented, like hobbyist woodworker and he did everything in our brewery that's made out of wood. So he made it in his garage. I mean, he put in like 1500 hours of work um, just to make that brewery. So, or I mean to, you know, build out the tasting room. So a lot of the elements in there uh, you know, literally a lot of blood, sweat and tears went into that. Uh, It was a lot of fun, but a lot of hard work. And, um, you know, so from from probably the beginning of 2019 until October, we were building out that tasting room. And then it was ready to go in in November when we opened.
2: Wow, that's amazing. Um, And I love to hear that, like, all the wood in there is like a custom job. Like, that's such a unique trade and skill set. So let's switch a little bit over to... Your product, so you you craft beer, um, and one of one of your beers that kind of interested us was the one that was named after Mickey Wright, so um, how did you decide to name it, and do you want to give us a little insight on on that beer?
1: Yes, so that was a lot of fun because well um, so there's this organization in the brewing world called uh, Pink Boot Society and it 's a nonprofit. Uh, organization that provides, um, you know, career training opportunities and scholarships and just different educational tools and and a community for women within the brewing industry to kind of help grow, um, you know, women who work in beer. So it's really cool. The, you know, first time I ever went to a meeting, it was awesome to meet women who were you know, engineers and chemists and marketing experts and, you know, co-owners of their own brewery and brewers themselves, you know? And, um, you know, so every year they have, uh, kind of nationwide, kind of how we have our women's golf day, you know, on June, in June, um, they have a uh, pink boots uh, month where basically you can collaborate with other breweries or you use, um, well, you use the hops that they have come up with for that year and you use it in a style of your beer and then proceeds from that beer go back to Pink Boots. So, um, you know, I thought, what a cool, you know, way to kind of celebrate women in the industry. And, you know, I thought we were brewing it right before the Kia Classic, which unfortunately didn't happen. So, because um, it was going to be ready just in time for the, uh, for the Kia Classic and we were excited to do some sort of event at our brewery but we had two uh, LPGA pros that came out that day to just kind of see how our brewing process worked. And we also had a lot of other women from other breweries locally that came out too. So it was Tiffany Joe and Alana or Ur- Uriel Uriel. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if I'm saying that right, but um, two awesome women, local LPGA pros. And it was fun because after we brewed, we fired up the simulator and, you know, Alana's on there, like, you know, crushing drives. And these girls are like, oh, oh my God, like, that's so amazing. <laughs> They're like, where are you playing? Like, what's this tournament? So like, you know, it's kind of that cross uh, collaboration and just kind of, you know, a lot of people don't understand like the the caliber of of women that are on the LPGA tour and just like how incredible they are. So I was just so excited to make that introduction to women who aren't as familiar with golf, but they know beer. So um but anyway so we you know i was like oh god so we did our pale ale and i was like i want to honor some someone or something within the lpga that's super historic and um you know i was like it has to be mickey Wright. she's a sandy she, she's a local or she was a local san diegan and you know just kind of a tribute to her you know of success and uh contribution to trailblazing um you know lpga women's golf so Uh, it was really cool to do that and um, you know unfortunately we weren't able to have an event to follow up and kind of celebrate the whole launch of the beer but you know maybe we'll bring it back and and it's still on tap so we definitely still have plenty (laughs) to sell so um yeah it was really cool to be able to do that so it's fun for me because it's kind of like bridging those two worlds that I'm a part of and um and you know this is just the tip of the iceberg so we plan to do a lot more for sure.
0: Yeah, well, you know, hopefully you'll be able to do it in the fall should the Kia be able to come to San Diego then. I think late September or um, early October. But um, you also have some marketing experience, which is what Sarah and I do now. Um, and I was just curious, you know, like, you have your logo, you have things all set up. Like, what is your strategy to get the word out about your brewery?
1: Well, it's a combination of um, – you know, a couple different elements. A lot of it in the beginning was grassroots just because, you know, we really are working on a dime budget and – or a shoestring budget. And um, so a lot of it honestly has been word of mouth. It's very helpful that, you know, I worked in the golf industry and my husband just plays a lot of golf. And uh, so just through those channels, we knew a lot of people. And, you know, it just takes one person to, you know – tell the rest of their company like hey check out this new golf themed brewery that's right around the corner and and there's a reason why we placed ourselves you know in the backyard of um you know the golf hub of the world and um you know so, so a lot of it was grassroots um we've done some social media uh, you know i'll boost like certain social media posts and um, trying to optimize our website you know kind of like the typical things and Um, events we are trying to do more events like you know for example the pink boots collaboration and things like that where we can kind of work with either other golf courses or other entities to kind of um, introduce our beer to to san diego and and the world so it's one of those things where right now it's just all about brand awareness like just getting the word out there that we exist and and how can we do that so we're slow you know and then quarantine hit so that was definitely a kind of a big slap in the face (laughs) so but we're not the only ones everyone was dealing with the same problem so you know we tried not to let that deter us too much and kind of stay on path but um, right now our focus is um, getting into canning which we weren't intending to do for quite a bit longer but because of COVID-19 you know a lot of people that we you know we were kind of focused on the tasting room experience but since that's kind of not going to have the same effect because, you know, we have to reduce our capacity within the tasting room and just people aren't necessarily ready to go out into the world right now. Um, so we want to, but golf courses are like packed from what we do. Yeah. Right so it's awesome it's great for the golf industry. I'm super pumped. Um, but you know, we're like, well, how can we get our beer in front of people? And we're like golf courses, so <laughs> which was always part of the plan, but we weren't going to do canning. We were going to do kegs, but, ultimately a lot of courses are like, well, um, you know, do you have cans so we can put them on the cart? And we're like, yeah, we got to get into canning. So, um, so so are
0: you seeding to golf courses now?
1: We are, so we're getting the equipment and, um, it's actually like, you know, again, with so many challenges with the, you know, the shutdown and COVID-19 and everything. Um, there's been a, like a backlog of, orders and fulfillment for equipment and, you know, our labels and all that stuff, but it should be coming in this week. So hopefully, you know, starting Monday next week, we'll be able to start, um, you know, selling canned beer to golf courses, which would be amazing. Yeah, that's really
0: exciting. Does your team go out and play together too? Is that something that, you know, like that bonds you guys?
1: We, well, my husband and uh, our other buddy, Corey, who's, as I mentioned, one of the co-owners, they play a lot together. They really love to uh, play for money. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not really, so they play with their guys usually like on Sundays and stuff. And, and my husband would compete a lot. Um, and, but honestly, since we opened the business, he, he unfortunately hasn't been able to compete as much, but that's okay. Cause you know, we have our baby now, our, our brew baby. And uh, you know, I play with ladies golf union uh, at goat hill park on when i try to get out there on wednesdays but again like it's really weird like as we've started this business we actually haven't been able to play uh, as much as we like so uh, every once we get out there um you know and not always like as a team together like my husband and i learned early on in our relationship it's better if we don't play golf together <laughs> it's like the one thing we we fight about it's really funny but um because that's where we met but yeah, so we all we all enjoy golf, but not necessarily always with each other. <laughs> we need to get away from each other at some point. You know
0: what I mean? <laughs> Maybe that's good. Just like broaden the horizons. You know, there's obviously a big golf community here in San Diego, and especially in North County, as you mentioned. All everybody's
1: up here, so just, yeah. You know, make the group a little bit bigger. Well, it's funny because like like I said, they love to uh, Nick and Corey love to compete, and um, you know. I, I've competed for so long, you know, I've played you know, the whole junior golf circuit played through college and just kind of got burnt out from the whole competitive side of it. And like, now I just want to go out there and like have a beer and chill. And so, you know, not even necessarily keep score all the time. So, um, you know, I, I can't always play with the guys cause they want to just, you know, play to win. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That being said, you know, you, did, you, pay, you played so much competitive golf and you've been around women in the game. What do you think, like, if people are picking it up, you know, after the shutdown and whatnot, what do you think is important for women to know about about the game of golf if they're going to start playing?
1: Um, I wouldn't be deterred, but, you know, a lot of people are hung up that, you know, they don't look good when they start, you know, cause obviously you, you miss the ball a lot or, you know, it's hard. Golf is really hard, but, um, you know, I always tell my girlfriends when, when they're out there, I'm like, Oh, I'm no good. I'm like, girl, there are so many guys that are so not good at golf <laughs> and they still get out there and they like just, you know, shank it around, hack it. And they like, don't seem to care. So I'm like, you don't care either. It's just like, just get out there and have fun and, and kind of find your, find your group, find your community. Like, like I said, Goat Hill Park is that, you know, every Wednesday they, and and the course does a really great job of, um, you know, encouraging them to get out there regardless of their skill level. And, um, you know, so we have girls that played college golf and we have girls that, you know, are just picking up a club for the first time. And it's just kind of one of those things that it's, you know, no judgment, just get out there, have fun. You don't have to finish the entire hole if, if you don't want to, you know, just, you know, hit a couple times and pick up and, you know, slowly you're, you're going to get better. Obviously it does help to eventually get, you know, lessons and invest in all that. But yeah, I would just say for, you know, someone who's getting out there for the first time, like just grab a bunch of friends and don't, don't worry about, you know, where the ball's going, just get out there and have fun.
2: So now that you have your business started and you, know, you golf regularly or try to as much as possible, um, what's your dream for the next five years for your business? Where do you guys see yourself going? And, and you know, sky's the limit. Tell us what your true dreams are.
1: Flagship beer for the masters. No, I'm just kidding. Um, well, I mean, who knows, right? You know, you know, I don't know how all that works. I got to – we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But, um, you know, so our whole model – was about being about the tasting room experience so our our mission is basically to kind of introduce golfers to craft beer who traditionally you know like their coors light or miller light on the golf course which is you know that's fine too but you know we just wanted to celebrate this amazing craft and, and how great beer can be and then kind of introduce craft beer lovers to the game of golf so kind of just like this cross like you know Relationship between the two brands or I mean the two um, industries and um, we thought the best way to do that was through the tasting room experience so kind of our you know three to five year goal would be open up another or two more tasting rooms in other places so maybe like Scottsdale that seems like a great place because obviously mm-hmm. another big golf town and we, we like to focus like on golf communities um, so that would be a me- our next big step but now that we're kind of getting into canning and You know, just again, with COVID-19, it just kind of changed everything for everyone. You had to really just rethink your business. And yes, maybe the tasting remodel will still be super successful, but we can't just, you know, put all our eggs in one basket. So we're we're trying to branch out and see how we can do um, collaborations. A lot of people have reached out to us about private labels. So, you know, any course can be like, oh, we want – you know, uh, Tory Pines beer that they have their own label on it, and we just produce the beer and, and sell it to them. So that's kind of cool. Like you could have like a Callaway beer that you give to your clients. And um, hint, hint, give me a call. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure our sales guys would love that. <laughs> love that's it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So the, you know, the sky's the limit. It's it's a lot of fun that way, and I think that's what makes this job small. You know so exciting compared to any other job i've ever done because it's you know it's our baby and we can take it wherever we want and you know it's it's just um something a new challenge every day so it's, it's pretty interesting
0: well we are so so excited for you and hopefully we will get to come and visit you in person um for those that don't follow you already can you tell them what the handles are for the brewery or for yourself
1: Yes. So we're uh, it's doglegbrewingco.com is our website and that's our Instagram handle as well as doglegbrewingco. Um, And yeah, so we're, we're back open and uh, you know, so slowly the mandates have started lifting in San Diego and you know, people can come sit and enjoy beer in our tasting room and the simulator's back open. And obviously we're following all the health protocols that are instill, um, you know, kind of encouraged by the, by the state and the CDC. And, uh, but it's nice. It's really nice to see people coming back and, um, and we can ship beer in the state of California. And again, just go to our website at dot Um, and yeah, we're growing. Well,
0: thank you so much for joining us today, Christina. We love what you guys are doing by bringing people together through golf and beer. Definitely give them a follow and I don't know who we're having on the podcast next week, but we'll have somebody for you. Check it out. We'll see you next week Wednesday on Girls and Golf.
1: Thank you.